recording of Psalm 61. Did you all see it? I texted, I texted you up um, yesterday. You sent it to me? Mm-hmm. It's okay. I like that psalm. It's a beautiful psalm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we go to 30. Psalm 30. Psalm 30. A psalm and song at the dedication of the house of David. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I will exalt thee, O Yahweh, for you have lifted I and I up, and have not made our foes to rejoice over I and I. Hallelujah, way. Hallelujah, way. O Yahweh, my Elohim, I and I, we cry to thee, and you have healed I and I. And Hallelujah, way. You have brought up I and I's soul from the grave. Yes, yes, yes. You have kept I and I and we alive. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Should not go down. Hallelujah, Sing. Oh, sing to Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. And give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Hallelujah, For his anger endures but a moment. But his favor is life. Hallelujah. Way. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the rising. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in I and I's prosperity, we said, we shall never be moved. Yahweh, by your favor, you have made I and I's mountain to stand strong. Hallelujah. You didn't hide your face when I and I and we was troubled. But I and I and we, we cried to you, O Yahweh. And to Yahweh, I and I and we, we made supplication. Yes. What prophet is there? In I and I and we's blood, when I and I go down to the pit, shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare your truth? Hear us, O Yahweh, hear us, and have mercy upon I and I and we. Yahweh, we will be your helper. You have turned for I and I and we our morning into dancing. Hallelujah, way. Break a leg, take a leg. I and I and we sackcloth and girded I and I and we with gladness. Hallelujah, way. To the end that I and I and we's glory may sing praises to your name. Hallelujah, way. and not be silent. Yahweh, Hallelujah, way. and show you praise. <laughs> oh Yahweh, our Elohim, I and I and we will give thanks to you forever and ever and evermore. Hallelujah, way. Hallelujah, way. So be it. Yeah. Hallelujah, way. I and I personal and I and I national glory is Yahweh. Hallelujah. Yahweh. May I and I not be ignorant of those that are asleep, that are in sorrow. And I and I sorrow is not like the sorrow of the world, flesh, and devil matrix. Give thanks and praises. Hallelujah. Yahweh. The dead in Yehoshua, they shall rise first. Then, I and I who remain in the earth, I and I who remain, shall be caught up and over, well, and in I and I being caught up, we're caught up together 
and we are blessed. So the great and small, the near and far, all of I and I and we must hope in Yahushua, hope in Abba Father Yahweh. Can you repeat that? You said the dead shall rise first. The dead in Yehoshua shall rise first. Yehoshua's coming um, is marked by, when we um, calculated how many months back was it before we are now observing the new year? Back in March, right? It was back in March. Mm -hmm. During March, Yehoshua was doing providing for the nation, for himself, for I and I and we, a, a type of a of, of a preparation for the year of Jubilee. That's when the pandemic started in March. That's when he made, that's when the changes started in March. Now that I think about it, mm -hmm. that's when it all started. That's when it started in March. But all this change came around. The churches closed. The, everything closed. Was in March. The people lost their jobs. Everything changed. So are you able to see, according to the word, because it's seven months prior to the Jubilee, our, for our observing Rosh Hashanah, this new year for I and I and we. So the dead in Yehoshua rise first. And I and I who remain shall be caught up together. So you, who is the dead we, gonna, that remain in Yehoshua? Who are you referring to? We're going to read this in today's, it's in the reading today. So you, you will get a, a more clear, clear when uh, speaking about that. So who is the dead? That's a very, very good question. Dead meaning what? What is what is death? Death is the end of of, of life when you um when you don't know Yehoshua, mm -hmm. Yahweh and Yehoshua. When you take your last breath here on this earth. Okay. Sleeping. Death is also there's also a there's also a type of death that happens. When the consciousness about someone or something, when it moves away, there are people that you went to school with when you were in kindergarten or first grade. You haven't seen those people since kindergarten or first grade. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have physically died, but there was a kind of death because there was something called a separation. You went your way and they went their way. Right. Okay. Okay. You understand? Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So the ones who are dead in Yehoshua have a consciousness of Yehoshua, but may be far away from Yehoshua. That's when the word says when we when we pray for those that are near and those that are far, the lost and the found, the great. And the small, who are our national people, who are of the nation of Yahweh, of Yehoshua. I and I who remain are called up together. We're called to caught up together. And in that being called together, we are blessed that because death 
has not swallowed I and I up. I and I have victory over losing the consciousness of Yahweh and Yehoshua being Yahweh of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So now as we read the Maftir, the Half Torah, and the Brit Kadesh, this was the um, context to bring the word that is coming forth today into perspective that gives Yahweh the glory, honor, and praise and also speaks to I and I and we and I and I glory. As you just read in um, Psalms 30, Brenda. Okay. So the Maftir reading is Numbers by Midbar chapter 29, verse 1 through 6. Numbers chapter 29, verses 1 through 6. Like Natasha will read the, the Maftir portion. Numbers chapter 29, 1 through 6. <clears throat> and in the 7th month, on the first day of the month. Okay, stop right there for a second. On the 7th month. This is 7th months after when? First day of the month. No, on the seventh month, which is how many months ago did it did oh. did the pandemic start on the earth? March. How many months is it to this very day? Seven months. It's seven months. On the what day of the that month? The first day. The first day yesterday to sundown. March. Sun, sundown yesterday until sundown today marks what day? The first day. The first day. Okay. And in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work. It is a day of blowing the trumpets to you. Okay, so what did we do yesterday? Blow the trumpets. Okay, it was a holy convocation, okay? And yeah. Verse. verse two. And you shall offer a burnt offering for a sweet savor to Yahweh. One young bullock, one ram, and seven lambs of the first year without blemish. Okay. Do we offer a blood sacrifices today? No. What because Yahushua took care of all that. Hallelujah. Way. So what were we doing instead of doing all of that? Praise and worship. There you go. Hallelujah. Way. Okay. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Verse three. And their meat offering shall be a flour mingled with oil. Three tenth deals for a bullock and two tenth deals for a ram. Verse four. And one tenth deal for one lamb throughout the seven lambs. Verse five. And one kid of the goats. One kid of the goats for a sin offering to make an atonement for you. Mm -hmm. The being atonement is to be at one with. Okay. Atonement is to be at one with. Hold that point right there where you are. Turn to Exodus 29, 33. Shemot 29, 33. Shemot 29, 33. Hold that place in numbers, but turn over to Shemot 29, verse 33. 29, 33. Mm -hmm. And they shall eat those things wherewith the atonement was made to consecrate and to sanctify them. 
but a stranger shall not eat thereof because they are holy. Okay, can we invite Ray Ray and JoJo and them to our holy sanctification process? Oh, no, no. And one of the things that we must be very mindful of is someone is not um, our nation, our people, our kind. They're not going to have the uh, um, the spirit to truly worship Yahweh, to truly worship Yahushua in spirit and truth and reality. So we have to guard what we're doing is we guard the sanctity of our relation and our relationships with Abba Father Yahweh, with Yahushua ben Yahweh, with the Holy Spirit, with I and I and we. That's how we love Yahweh with all of our heart, soul, and might and love our neighbors as ourselves. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, as Exodus 29, 33 now, um, Numbers 29 and 6. Okay. <clears throat> Beside the burnt offering of the month and his meat offering and the daily burnt offering and his meat offering and their drink offerings, according to their manner for a sweet savior, a sacrifice made by fire to Yahweh. The sweet savor, the fire that is made to Yahweh when we're singing and we are going there and we are blessing you, Yahweh. And in the first song, um, I love you, Yah, that's what they say. Let um, it be a sweet, sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> Let it be a sweet sound in mm -hmm. your ear. The sweet sound is when we are, yes, when we're harmonizing, we bring in that harmony, that, that melody, the sound, the songs. We actually are, re what happens during the praise, we are reconstructing elements in the universe, una meaning one, verse meaning word, in the one word in the earth. Because the world, flesh, and devil matrix they put music, they, they put the worst, the most debauched elements in the community in a studio and give them a microphone and sing, sing. And when they get the microphone, they singing, B-H, you better get my money. I got the money. I got the cars. I got the women. I got the herpes. I got the whatever else they got. <laughs> okay, so, so they, they got all of that fracking necking. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They got all of that, and they will put that on a record to where you would have women singing. They got WAP, some nasty, just wretched, debauched stuff. And that's the best element that you can pull out, the, out of a community, out of the nation, out of a marriage, out of a uh, tribe. Is that the best you can pull? Well, they're not pulling from our nation. They're not getting that from our people because that is not our way of life. How they choose to live is the life of heathens. Yahweh calls them heathens. They are the Goyins and the Gentiles that are in the earth. So when they are singing their music and they doing what they doing, they doing them. We doing I and I and we. The word says if we are friend to the world, we're an enemy to Yahweh. Mm -hmm. So the sanctity of who we are, we have to protect it. Even when we, and more importantly, when we bring forth a song like um, Stand By Me, 
Now we know Benny Hinn, Benny Hinn, Benny King King sung that song. I don't know who Benny King was singing that song to, but I do know when I'm singing that song, I know who I'm singing that song to. That's the sanctification. You understand? Y'all understand what I'm talking about? That's how we sanctify what is in this world that is sanctified to give Yahweh the glory, honor, and praise. When Yahweh puts that song in your heart, sing. When we are worshiping Yahweh, worship Yahweh. David danced his clothes off. Danced like David, David. With, with all, all his might. He said, I can be more vile than this if you like. <clears throat> and somebody wanted to talk about how he was dancing. And David, you doing all like you doing the four corners. Like you, you up there doing something in there. He said, well, I can be more vile than this. But Yahweh, I can do it like this. <laughs> Somebody talk like to me. Hallelujah. 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 So when we're reading this word, we don't make the bullocks. We don't do the blood sacrifices. Right. Those, that, that has already been taken care of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we do. Yes. Yahushua bin Yahweh. Hallelujah. The glory, the honor, the praise that we give Yahweh is the worship. Not only coming together and worship, it's good for I and I to come and sing and the fellowship. This is good. But the test becomes how are we truly living? How do we love and to whom are we loyal? Hallelujah. All right. Now. I would just like to add something real quick. It's so interesting that you said that through our praise and worship is a sanctification in the in the universe. And it just was. um it just made me think about like if we were to unzip our our bodies and just the spirit that is within us. If we look at all of the spirits in the universe, who is giving glory, honor, and praise to Yahweh? If we're just looking at the spirits mm-hmm. that through our spirit bringing forth praise and worship and saying hallelujah way that it is bringing that sanctification into the universe because there's so many others in the universe that saying and doing whatever their spirits are saying and doing and glorifying whatever their spirits are glorifying that that's truly how Yahweh is able to distinguish okay who just looking at the spirit who is glorifying me when the word said Yahweh looked down from heaven to see if there was anyone who did good he did good Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So for this Rosh Hashanah um, Shabbat day worship service, um, last evening we began with Bereshit Genesis chapter 21 verses 1 to 21. Um, And today. So Slika, Slika. So verse chapter um, numbers. uh, 29, 1 through 6. Chapter 29, verse 1. We can say that they are. They are, um, they're talking about Rosh Hashanah here. Yes. They're talking about Rosh Hashanah. Yes. The the clarification is that, um, when we we're going to learn more because I'm still gaining clarity on that too because it says the seventh month mm-hmm. and there's two new years in the um, in the Hebraic way of life. So there's the the new year. That's the Ethiopic new year, and then there's this new year. And we talked about that the other day that there was going to be some clarity that was brought forward to that with regards to the path that we are following. Right. My my husband has instructed, and this is how we will move forward. We observe Rosh Hashanah 
which is declared today, sun, well, uh, last evening, sundown to sundown on Sunday, that this is our Rosh Hashanah. This is our new year. We do know that the Ethiopic New Year, 9-11, September the 11th, is in fact our Ethiopic New Year. So it doesn't go without being observed or noted. It is that our observance and keeping Rosh Hashanah is in line with the instructions that we have been given. And there's also the, um, there's another new year in spring, which is, what is that called? Um, okay, so they there's something called triennial, triennial years. You will find that there are, in the triennial years, there are people who observe various times of the year. It's either based on agriculture or, or customs and culture, mm -hmm. either agriculture or custom and culture. We are basing this new year. Our new year is more agricultural. It has more of an agricultural base because during this time, this is the time when the planting of vegetables, the planting of trees is actually like commensurate to the new year of the other system. We observe all of them, but the one that is the one that um, Yahushua ben Yahweh has given I and I instructions on to observe is this this one in this particular way. Now, if, if say for example, when the Ethiopic New Year comes, if that is to be observed at very, very high levels, if Yehoshua would direct an I and I do that, then that's what we would do. We are aware of it. Um, this Rosh Hashanah is what we were been, we've been given instructions to observe through prayer, through worship, through reading and studying the word, and through the message that the Holy Spirit brings forward. Hallelujah. So give thanks and praises. So in March, when we celebrated the new year, because before it was before to be Shabbat that we celebrated another new year. Mm -hmm. What is that called? Um, under the sit. Okay. We have, we live in a world where they begin their new year on January the 1st. Right. 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 But we didn't celebrate we, that. We, it was after, cause I remember when I was, I was speaking with my brother and I was saying, they celebrate the new year in the dead of winter and we celebrate new year when the springtime comes around right which would make sense because that's the time when everything is starting to come forward the winter has passed the what is that that okay. holy day so there is a, what is called a civil new year okay under the civil new year it is how civilizations basically aggregated together and formulated this is what is a considered a civil calendar and under the civil calendar, there was the ancient civil calendar, which was sacred. Mm -hmm. When the, the ancient civil calendar got corrupted, they then began to institute days like the Easter, Easter mm -hmm. and all that other stuff. So that, that system, that calendar has actually been so polluted that it is, um, we know that the original calendar is one that does exist. However, the one that we observe and keep, according to the instructions that Yehoshua has given I and I and we, is according to this word in Numbers chapter 29. And it matches perfectly because it what it does is it tells I and I, in March of that year, seven months back, Yahweh was doing something. So March this, was the first year. No, no. A April starts Nissan. Ma March was in that in that civil cycle. It was March, April, which was Nissan. Nissan. Then in the Hebrew, which was under the civil calendar. 
But we. That's why I was. That's why I was. I knew that's what she was seeking an answer to because that's why I also was. Remember when I had asked mm-hmm. you that? Yeah. So when we celebrate Nissan one for um, like Passover around that time. Okay. Right. That, I it's, was gonna say Passover. They said that was the first month of the year. Okay, so that is more of our civil. Civil is how we. Um, how do you say it is the the civilization. It is the gathering in of the consciousness that we belong to Yehoshua. When people are basically in or become a part of a civilization, whatever is in that civilization, you've got to be oriented to it. You just came out of the church at that time. So when you came out of the church, you had to and you are and you will continue to go through a process of learning and growing and then teaching Yahweh's word. This process of growing in Yahweh's word, as read here, the seventh month is the month of trumpets. Blowing the trumpets gives an example, it is an example of what have we mastered since we came out of the matrix. Mm -hmm. Now remember every year there are those that are going to raise up and rise up and there are those that are going to fall. So we have to make up in our mind, what is our purpose? Are we going to raise up and rise up? Are we on the, on the fall? If we're on the fall side of things, then none of this will make any sense to anybody because it'll be like, well, you had a new year that started in Nissan and then you got another new year that's beginning in Tishri. So which one is it? Then you got the one that's in um, September, 11th. Uh, September the 11th. So which one is it? Well, the Holy Spirit will guide those because if you don't, if you if you don't get it, when the word says that I and I and we that uh, shall be caught up together, there's a whole new message with regards to being caught up together, so that we can hear and be blessed in the hope and in our salvation and in the trust in with to for between in the grace. Of uh, Yehoshua ben Yahweh, the Holy Spirit, Abba Father Yahweh. So Nisam is the civil new year, and Rosh Hashanah is the agricultural new year. Yes. Okay. Get the, and it makes sense if you're just looking at it from seasons, mm-hmm. because we know in the season of Mar- of March, April, when we celebrated Passover. The season of spring coming forward, the newness, the birth of all of the, we saw all of the flowers coming out and the animals coming out of hibernation. And now during this time is a time of planting and harvesting. Okay, so in the civil new year, our civilization and how we live is actually growing and is, um, it's, um, we are, we are in a, we are protected. Mm -hmm. The world, flesh, and devil matrix, they are in an uproar because all of their systems are desolate. Mm-hmm. Every one of their institutions are being deconstructed. Mm-hmm. So the civilization, that the world, flesh, and devil civil year for them, in seven months, you can look and see the past seven months. Just look back and see what has happened to their civilization. Mm-hmm. Damn. Complete it's desolation. And it ain't even over yet because Yahweh's judgment is upon the earth so such that they are going through and they are in total desolation. And while they are going through that, it's not to say that we're not going to have some afflictions and we're not going to have some experiences. The, we got the, uh, the, uh, the court situation. 
you know, we the, the situation that you just discovered uh, where they have been taking money, y'all, what they've taken away, Yahweh gives back to you 10 times. Everything that Satan has taken away, Yahweh will bless I and I we. So under this, um, the, the agricultural year, you take a look back over the last year, agriculturally, what has happened to you? What has happened with, uh, in your home? Oh, we started a garden. We were able to grow our own fruits and vegetables. And also, when we used to have those exercises on Shabbat, where we talked about what seeds were we planted in Yahweh's garden, and we would write down for the Shabbat all the things that we had done specifically to plant seeds in the garden of Yahweh, in the garden of Yehoshua, to bring forward good fruit. Um, on a spiritual level. On a spiritual yes. level, right. And what's happening here, we're planting seeds in the soil, and... More, more so than harvesting plants. We do have plants, but we had this situation that happened with those plants. What is more important and the way that Yahweh is proving I and I and we is what's happening, what's being planted on the inside. Do you trust me? Yes, Yah. Yahweh, I trust you. Abba, Father, Yahweh, Yehoshua, I trust you. So even though the place was like swarming, Trusting Yahweh, Yahweh allows I am, the joy of Yahweh to come forward because he would he does a, a good thing. He does a, a, above and beyond anything that we could ever imagine. How things, how this whole place has gotten. I'm telling you, it has been nothing short of a miracle. And it's activated because of trust. Yahweh, we trust you. What, okay, what you have us to do? What, what you what you have? What you got I and I to do? You got Tasha and Robert getting ready to um experience a winter where she don't even like winter. She <laughs> likes the sunshine. I like what Yahweh like. I'm like Yahweh. However you want me to do this for however long. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, because my prayer is that my heart will be sensitive to Yahweh's will. And um, we were listening to Open Diary yesterday. She was talking about how you really can't be self-absorbed on this journey because it's really not about you. Yeah, it's really not. It's, about, it's about Yahweh. What is your will? Yehoshua, what's your will? Holy Spirit, what would you have us to do? How to live? How to be? And then as a nation, how do we bring forward whatever it is that Yahweh would have us to bring forward collectively to do what's good, right, and what's true. Yeah, to do good work. And so however Yahweh would have us to do that, if Yahweh said, Tasha, I want you to go over to um, Argentina. It's a little small community over in Argentina that I want you to sanctify Yehoshua's name. You better believe I'm going to have me a little suitcase and be getting on a plane going to Argentina. That may not have been a place that's ever been on my radar. But I, I'm, I, I, my prayer is that my heart will be sensitive mm -hmm. to whatever Yahweh's will is for me because he knows the master plan. So give thanks and praises. Hallelujah. Okay. So the half Torah reading is first Samuel chapter one to chapter two, verse 10. First Samuel chapter one, verse one to 
chapter 2, verse 10. So how are we splitting it? Um, you're going to read that. That's how it's going to be split. Oh, I mean, how did you get away? Psalm 51, 15. First Samuel 1, 1. <clears throat> Let me know when y'all got it. We got it. So Samuel, a little preface. Allah, Holy Spirit. Allah, Miss Mary Rose, my teacher. Samuel was a prophet. And he was a Nazarite. So a Nazarite is a a special um, like lineage of priests who take a vow called a Nazarite vow to Yahweh. And he was also a judge. So Samuel was a prophet, a Nazarite, and a judge. So this is speaking of, this first part is speaking of the birth of Samuel and how that came forward. And then, um, yeah, speaking of. Um, how, how, how things came forward with Samuel and his walk. Okay, so Samuel 1 1. <clears throat> now there was a certain man of Ramathaim Zophim, of Mount Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, and an Ephratite. So an Ephratite is of the tribe of who? Yep, Ephraim, hallelujah, win. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Panina. And Panina had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice to Yahweh, Zabaot, Yahweh of hosts, in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of Yahweh, were there. And when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Panina, his wife, and to all of her sons and her daughters portions. But to Hannah, he gave a worthy portion. For he loved Hannah, but Yahweh had shut up her womb. And as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of Yahweh, so she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. Then said Elkanah, her husband, Run to her, you said verse 6. Oh, speak up. But, but Yahweh had shut up her womb. Verse 6. And her adversary also provoked her sore for to make her fret because Yahweh had shut her up, shut her womb. So her adversary there would be um, Panina. It would be Panina. Um, it could have been Panina. It, it could have been Panina. It could have been family. It could have been any. Adversary. You know, okay. any, any type of adversary okay because Yahweh had shut up her womb and as he did so year by year when she went up to the house of Yahweh so she provoked her therefore she wept and did not eat then said Elkanah then said Elkanah her husband to her Hannah why do you weep and why do you eat not and why is your heart grieved am I not better to thee than ten sons so Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk now Eli, the priest, sat on the seat by a post of the temple of Yahweh. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to Yahweh and wept sore. And she vowed a vow and said, O Yahweh, Zabaot, O Yahweh of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, but will give to your handmaid a man child, 
Then I will give him to Yahweh all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. So that's one of the ways that you will know a Nazarite, because they don't cut their hair. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before Yahweh, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said to her, How long will you be drunken? Put away your wine from me. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before Yahweh. Count not your handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the Elohim of Israel grants you your petition that you have asked of him. And she said, let your handmaid find grace in your sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. And they rose up in the rising early and worshipped before Yahweh, and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and Yahweh remembered her. Where now, now she's talking. Now she's going to read about the birth of, of Samuel. Samuel. Okay. Okay. Verse 20. Mm -hmm. Okay, because Yahweh remembered her, so that's when he opened her womb. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, it came to pass, when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived, that she bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked of him from Yahweh. And the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to Yahweh the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah went not up, for she said, to her husband, I will not go up till the child be weaned, and then I will bring him, that he may appear before Yahweh and there abide forever. And Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems to you good. Tarry until you have weaned him. Only Yahweh established his word. So the woman abode and gave her son suck until he, she weaned him. And when she had weaned him, she took up with her with three bullocks, one ephah flour, and a bottle of wine, and brought him to the house of Yahweh in Shiloh. And the child was young. And they slew a bullock and brought the child to Elah. And she said, O oh, my master, as your soul lives, my master, I am the woman that stood by you here, praying to Yahweh. For this child I prayed, and Yahweh has given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore also I have lent him to Yahweh. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to Yahweh. And he worshiped Yahweh there. Chapter 2. This is her, now chapter two is the beginning of Hannah's prophetic prayer. This is a prophecy that she's praying. Okay, chapter two. There is none holy as Yahweh, for there is none beside Verse thee. one. Oh, sleek up. <clears throat> Verse one. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in Yahweh. My horn is exalted in Yahweh. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is none as holy as Yahweh, for there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our Elohim, Yehoshua. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Talk no more exceeding proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For Yahweh is an Elohim of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. Mm -hmm. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and they that stumbled are girded with strength. They that were full have hired out themselves for bread. And they that were hungry ceased, so that the barren has borne seven, and she that has many children is waxed feeble. Okay, hold on one second. 
They that are full hired themselves out for bread. Sell out. That is the the um, equivalent of ones who will sell all of the skills and set talents and abilities that Yahweh has given them, sell them to another nation of people mm. who do not and will not do anything other than to pay you or that individual and have and probably use your skills, your abilities, your talents against your own people. Mm-hmm. When Hannah was praying this prayer, it was a prophetic prayer mm-hmm. that Samuel would not be one who would hire himself out for bread. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you live without hiring yourself out for bread? You, you have to be an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is one who starts his own business and or is working in the business of somebody in your family. Working for your people. Using your skills, your talents, and your abilities for your own people. It's interesting because when you hear like music artists, especially like my, my young young guys, they be like, you know, they call money bread. So they'd be like, you know, I got I have bread. Mm-hmm. So this word is saying they that were full have hired themselves out for bread. They hire themselves out for bread. They do it in every industry of life. They do it in the military. They do it in education. They do it in um, politics. They do it in entertainment. They do it in the medical fields. They do it in every area of life, all the various areas of life. People will hire themselves out for bread. But but the word says, and they that were hungry ceased. So they weren't be, they weren't going to be hungry anymore. They may have came straight up out the projects or they may have come straight up out the streets. They weren't hungry anymore in one sense of the word. You might go and if you sell your soul to an industry that's going to use and pimp you, and when they get through with you, while you're in that industry, you would be looking to become somebody high ranking within their institution. They're only going to allow you to go so far. Because when you start asking them, excuse me, uh, I'd like to be a manager of this because I've been in this, you know, for a minute. I understand everything. They're going to keep your brown behind right in that position where they're going to send theirs in there and you're going to be training their people. And that person that you train in a couple of years, not even a couple of years, in a couple of months, they're going to be your supervisor. Somebody happened. Somebody happened so many times. Mm -hmm. Yes. Speaking the truth. You are speaking the truth. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. So that the barren... Hallelujah, Yahweh. The barren will bear seven sons, meaning the one who has not given birth. She will give birth to seven sons, meaning those sons are ones that may not physically come through her womb and that then again, Yahweh may bring them through her, her physical womb. But then there are spiritual sons, there are spiritual daughters that Yahweh will give the woman who was barren. I have given physical, biological birth to two children, neither of whom are sitting at this table right now. But Yahweh has blessed me with a daughter. 
This is the manifestation of this word. And any of the sons and daughters who will hear the word of Yahweh, of Yehoshua ben Yahweh, and accept Abba Father Yahweh, Yehoshua ben Yahweh, and see the blessings of Abba Father Yahweh. Hallelujah. When ones and ones come forward, they when they come ones and ones come forward is brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, a husband and our wife, a mother and, and the children, a father and his children and or children. That is how um, um, a society, the, the in a civil society, that a civil society is established, maintained, sustained, and promoted. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Verse six, Yahweh, Yehoshua kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. Hallelujah. Okay, so then the woman that had many children, she waxed real feeble. A woman that had many children, she was real. The word says she was, she waxed feeble. Yahweh will kill. It, it may have been a woman who may have had many, many children and she don't know what to do because all her children got something going on. It would be better, would it not, when Yehoshua said in the word, he said, I didn't come. Y'all y'all, saying I came to bring love and Yehoshua's, uh, JC is love and all of that. He said, I didn't come to bring no shalom. He said, I came to provide, to bring a division between mother and daughter, father and son. That division is a spiritual division because it is the spirit of I and I and we that is in communion with the Yahweh spirit. So that we we are the ones who bring the spirit of Yahweh into the earth, on earth, through our worship, through our praise, through our prayer, how we live, what we speak and what we say, what we do. My biological grandmother is a good example of she that had on my father's side, she that has many children is wax feeble because she had mommy, how many um Sons and daughters that I believe to have all together. Ten. <clears throat> Ten. And when they moved to New York City and she all of her children started falling victim to drugs and alcohol and all the, the woes of New York City, that it distressed her so much that she had to leave and return to Puerto Rico because she couldn't see her children. You know, it was so it was such a um just a, a level of a heavy on her heart. Mm -hmm. So even though she had many children because they were living in such a way that was opposite to Yahweh's way, mm -hmm. she saw the the end result of that, and that became essentially the the destruction of a whole lineage. Because I never knew any aunts or uncles that I could have a relationship with, because they all fell victim to, um, you know, what they fell, mm -hmm, what they fell victim to. Mm -hmm. Well, Yahweh, the word says Yahweh kills and makes alive, and Yahweh makes alive. Hallelujah. So you can even see that in genealogical lineage. From where a lineage was pretty much killed off mm -hmm. to then the restoration mm -hmm. and the life that Yehoshua brings forward mm -hmm. and makes alive. Mm -hmm. He brings down to the grave and brings up. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Verse 7. Yahweh makes poor 
<clears throat> and he makes rich. He brings low and he lifts up. He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifts up the beggar from the dunghill. Hallelujah. We just read this yesterday in the song. Hallelujah. <laughs> to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. Hallelujah. For the pillars. Hallelujah. For the pillars of the earth are Yahweh's, and he has set the world on them. He will keep the feet of his saints, give thanks and praises, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness, for by strength shall no man prevail. So it ain't by strength or by might, it's by Yahweh's power. The adversaries of Yahweh shall be broken to pieces. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Out of heaven shall he thunder on them. Yahweh shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Okay, so right now, Yahweh's judgment is upon the earth in a way where his hand. Yeah, that was Tim. Okay. Yahweh's hand is upon the earth. Everything that is happening on the earth right now, what the world calls the pandemic is Yahweh's hand on the earth. There is a purging that is taking place of all evil and wicked that is on the earth. Now, in the purging of the evil and the wicked that's on the earth, there are some of those who will be purged from the earth, who during the purging of the, of, of, um, of the earth, there are many who are innocent. Mm -hmm. There are many who are innocent, but because they are operating in functioning in ignorance, mm -hmm. ignorance means you don't know. To be ignorant of something means you just, you, you just don't know. And because you don't know, the word says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And in the heathen court, they say ignorance of the law is no excuse. Yeah. So, as we read this word, this word has many levels of application that in the coming months, in the coming time, the coming forth of time, that, that um, we know that we're giving Yahweh thanks and praises. And we also know and we're asking Yah, Yah, that we be not ignorant or like those that are asleep. Because there are many that in the world that are asleep. That I and I glory, our personal glory and our national glory is Yahweh. Yes, yes. Okay. The Brick Kadesh or the New Testament reading, the first part one is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. Go ahead, Owen. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, chapter four 13. verses 13 to 18. Buster, if you would read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. Okay. But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Starting them which are asleep, mm -hmm. and these are not, even as others which have no hope. Okay, so right there. Hold on one second, Buster. Okay. 
there is a way that I and I walk and that we we trust in Yahweh. Mm-hmm. In this commentary, this is about that we we would that I and I brothers and our sisters would not be ignorant. Mm. We would that our brothers and sisters would not be ignorant. And concerning all of those that are asleep, that they would wake up, that there is an awakening. Mm -hmm. We know that our sorrow is not like their sorrow. Our hope is not like their hope. Mm -hmm. So we we recognize that in this reading. Mm -hmm. Okay. Verse 14. Well, if we believe Jehoshaphat died and rose again, even to them also would sleep, and Jehoshaphat will Yahweh bring bring him. Yahweh will bring even those that believe. We believe, we accept, and it's even really more than belief. It has to do with trust. We trust, we believe, we accept, we have faith. Amuna. We we trust in Yehoshua, we believe in Yehoshua, and even those that are asleep. If they have that awakening in their consciousness, the word says Yehoshua will bring with him. Mm-hmm. So that's when you was talking earlier about the dead in Yehoshua. Yes. Those that are dead, if, if they awaken in their spirit, if there's a spiritual awakening in them, the dead, remember when we were saying earlier that the dead will rise up? They may not have had the consciousness of them, but they rise up. It's just like somebody, you ain't seen them since uh, elementary school. And all of a sudden, they on the internet telephone, Brenda, is this Brenda, whatever your maiden name is? Brenda, is this, well, this is Brenda Peoples today. But I went to school with you when you was, well, this is Brenda Peoples today. And Yahweh is my Savior. Yehoshua is my Almighty. Abba Father, Yahweh is my Almighty. Yehoshua is my Savior. My husband's name is Buster Peoples. How are you? Hallelujah. 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 The dead, when she hear your testimony, when it's coming out of your mouth, she's like, well, why are you all excited about everything that's going on? Because it's a pandemic on the earth. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, I know there was something on the earth, but you know what? We got joy over here. Because let me tell you what Yahweh's doing. By the time you get through giving your testimony to whoever that was that you went to school with when you was a young child, something may be clicking in their consciousness. And if it clicks and there is an awakening, they wake up from that deep sleep that they've been in. Yahweh is able to save them. Yehoshua said he'll bring if they say and if they if they if they you're speaking to them and they either are way, way far away, or if they're close, if they're far away, bid them shalom. If they're close, bid them salvation. When you're bidding people shalom, it's not anything that is um, it is the truth about who they are and whose they are. It is better that we exalt Abba Father Yahweh, exalt Yehoshua ben Yahweh, exalt I and I and we, and those who the word says they would they would hold on to our, our, the tails of our garments and say, I want to go with you because I've heard that Yahweh is with you. 
They also see something as well. Hallelujah. Yahweh, Yahweh, get the glory.